Rolling from our problems contains some mature content. Content warnings are in the description below. Hi there, welcome back. I'm Weston, your DM. I'm Ryan, I'm playing Jinsoul. I'm Jonah, I'm playing Lurk Grozix. I'm Robbie, I'm Kogut. And we are Rolling From Our Problems. Ah, well, uh, here we are. I heard cave. Brought a couple more of those prisoners, you know. Well, uh, we started hearing this noise, and... Oh, well, wouldn't you believe it? They managed to get out. That poor frog guy in there's dead. We should've... Should've gave him a little bit more water, I think. But that's beyond the... Yeah, point. that's beyond the point. They got in. They got in the loot room. They got in the loot room. You know how terrifying it is to walk in the loot room and see this... I should not be that big. The little bird feller. Terrifying guy, I'll yeah, tell you yeah, what. terrifying guy. And they, they come out blasting, and, and they cut the bird up. And the bird's looking rough, right? And then the, the, this massive, the bugbear. The bugbear, he leaves from the shout and he do that. Hey, eviscerated poor Breenak. Dude got absolutely fucking sent to the shadow realm, I'll tell you what. Rest in peace. Uh, anyway, we shot that bird out of the air. That was a good thing, right? Uh, and then, uh, Breenak's not moving anymore. He's playing out of his ears. That's unfortunate. So yeah, as we step back into combat, deep in this cave-like prison, there's still three remaining goblins. We've got two right up front next to Jensel and Lurk, with Koget behind currently dying. <laughs> and then you've got one more ranged attacker a short distance away behind a table. Starting back from the top of the round is Koget. And now is where we decide for this campaign, will player or DM roll the save? DM. I vote DM. DM? Everybody voting DM? Yeah. All right, so starting off is Koget with the first death save of the campaign on the second episode of the podcast. <laughs> okay. Kogit, lying on this dungeon floor, you smell and taste the salt of the sea once more. Oh, if only I could fly above those beautiful waters once more. Let me mark that real quick. It's a surprise. I don't know if he's rolling well or awfully. Yeah, normally in the game, players will roll their own death saves, but uh, we like to spice it up here in the Rolling From Our Problems studio. <laughs> in, the, the, in the quilt cave. The quilt cave, yes, indeed. That brings it to lurk. I'm going to use my whip, and I'm going to make an attack against the goblin that is close to me and Jinsoul. Okay. Come on, baby. Don't fail me now, you dumbass dice. <laughs> you failed me. Does a six hit? A six does not hit. Goddamn. Okay, well, I'm going to crack this whip above my head, totally whiff, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to rewind it and pull my rapier out. <laughs> okay, that's the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay, goblin time. This one, go actually going to stab directly at a Jinsoul or make a slash at it with its scimitar. Ooh, getting a seven to hit. That does not hit. Most unfortunate for that little feller. <laughs> the one ahead of Lurk on the other side is going to swing at him for a 12. Miss. Again, it sw slashes wide with the scimitar, and you definitely just move right out of the way like the most terrifying silent Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then number five is going to take another shot at Lurk, the most intimidating figure in the room. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. That does hit. Okay. Uh, and that will be, uh, that'll only be four piercing damage. Lurk is going to impact with this, this bolt and he's just going to kind of like grunt and just like, <laughs> uh, 
Ow. That will end the goblin's turn, bringing it to Jinsoul. Jinsoul will cast Dissonant Whispers on the other archer. Okay. Uh, that's a save, right? Yep. And he's still um, very it's inspired. It's a wisdom save of... Oh, yeah, you're inspired. Oh, you still have you... your inspiration, too. Plus, D6 doesn't affect the save because mm. it's a set modifier. Uh, so he failed. All right. He gets a nice amount of psychic damage given to our friend, the goblin. <laughs> that will be seven psychic damage that, to the archer. That is enough to do the archer in. How does that look? Okay. The archers will think it hears something behind it and look around, and then it'll start to hear the screams of goblins, and eventually he's screaming too, and he foams out the mouth, and now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there goes our narrator. Yep, there he was. He was really concerned about the guy next to him. He should have been concerned about himself. There goes my hero. <laughs> Watch him as he leaves. Oh, or however that song is. I don't know the lyrics. You should have been the bard. <laughs> yes. Is that the end of your turn, Jinsel? That is the end of my turn. That brings us to another death saving throw from Kogit. To all the viewers at home, listeners at home, we would be trying to help him, but our medicine checks actually give him a worse chance of succeeding than him just kind of muscling through this on his own. So uh, you could use that bardic inspiration in that medicine check. That's oh. true. Well, I don't have bardic inspiration. I will have to go do that. <laughs> I was for our audio listeners. There was a, <laughs> there's a little beef at the table. <laughs> Whoa, is that a knife? Wow, <laughs> didn't realize we were gonna get to IRL combat. He's what pulling his hit. gun out. <laughs> <laughs> that was a super cool critical hit. Um, Kogut's player is now bleeding out too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make an IRL saving throw for my life. <laughs> Medicine check, not one. I pull out the knife one. and put it back in. <laughs> All right, that brings us to Lurk. I am going to try and use my rapier to stab the goblin closest to me and Jinsel. Okay. Rolling a. 13 plus 6, so a 19 to hit. That is enough to hit. And I get a sneak attack for that, so that gives me a d6 and a d8 plus 4. He takes 14 damage. That is enough to do it. So Freak. I'm going to coil this whip up dramatically quick uh, and then draw this rapier and just from the sheath on my back, just pull it straight up and then just cleave him in twain <laughs> on the ground. And then I'm going to flick like a bunch of the brain and bloody juices off of my sword at the other goblin. <laughs> and I'm going to point it at him and I'm going to say, you have one chance to crawl under this table and sit there quietly. Go ahead and roll intimidation on him. <laughs> Not 20, so 23. The stench of goblin piss fills the air and this goblin immediately crawls screaming under the table and you do not hear anything other than his, his, his quaking cries. Combat is effectively over. <laughs> Jinsoul, please tend to the small creature, and I am going to tend to this small creature. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to crack my knuckles. Okay. I, I will. Jinsoul will go over to Gogurt and try to help him. <laughs> Gogurt. It's going to be okay, Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and, and roll a. Don't worry, Crowbar. You'll make it out of this. <laughs> What's the plus I get to that? Uh, 1d6. Yeah, you can roll a 1d6 for the Bardic Inspiration. Okay. Oh my gosh, of course. I don't think the 1d6 is going to help that. Oh no. 
All right, I got a six in total because I rolled a nat one. In total, yeah, that's not going to do it. Uh-oh. His breathing becomes more ragged. You have a backup character, right? <laughs> <laughs> you might want to start thinking about one. <laughs> well, uh, is there anything else you want to do or do we want to just keep making rolls on this side? I'm going to like reach down and I'm going to pick up this goblin uh-huh. in my arms, like cradle carry this little goblin. And I'm going to say, little creature, have you heard the story of Krugik? <laughs> you told me to be quiet. I did tell you to be quiet. So <laughs> shut up and listen. We bugbears in certain uh, certain clans believe that our gods can speak to us through the decapitated heads of our enemies. You start by gouging out the eyes oh, and opening no. the mouth and then hanging them from the hair in various tree branches where we sleep. Are you a believer, little creature? He looks up at you with pure fear in his eyes and nods. (laughs) I'm going to put my hand around his throat and I'm going to say, I've never been a strong believer, but I am one to test a trial. And I'm going to squeeze my hand. Okay, just roll like, I mean, you can do just athletics or you can just make like an unarmed attack on him. Both get a plus six, so I'll just make an athletics check. Okay. 14. Okay. I'm going to have him make uh, a opposing one, essentially. Yeah, that's not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. I'm going to look around the room for a potion. Go ahead and make uh, investigation at disadvantage. I'm going to take the hair of the goblin. It is going to be difficult, by the way. And I'm going to dis- tie it around my belt. Okay. Why is it at disadvantage? Okay. Well, because this looks like mostly food. Oh. You haven't seen any sort of thing referencing any magic. Well, I got a six. Okay. I think that's another roll on this side. Probably have two more actions before he makes another roll, essentially. I will, I will roll to try and find a health potion. Okay. With disadvantage as well. Disadvantage, yes. Hey, two fours, so <laughs> minus two is two. Okay, I'm Jinsel. sorry. What's your modifier to medicine? Um, zero. It's better than mine. What, well, at that what point, do it's I, the same as like me rolling for a, a What death do save. I have to roll to stabilize him? It's the same as a death save. So 10, at least. Mm-hmm. You making the death save has no more consequence compared to me rolling. Except I only need to succeed once. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We're trying everything. We got to save our little pirate buddy. Okay. This small feathery creature. Cogurt. <laughs> what right. would you like? Would you like me to tempt a medicine check on you? He's dead, dying, unconscious. He can't respond. You could look for something other than a potion in the area. Like a med kit? Yeah. I'll go into the other room okay. and look for a med kit. That, that will take the last action you guys have left, though. You guys have two actions between this. You've already done one looking for it, so this will take the second one. I'm assuming my chance will be higher in the other room. A med kit gives advantage? It, a med kit gives you the action to stabilize somebody. Yeah, basically, oh. I would give you advantage in that scenario if you were well enough to find one. Okay, well, we're going to go look for a med kit in the other room, I Kay. guess. Seven. Oh, no. Well, Gosh. at least I didn't try for the medicine check. <laughs> yeah, because that would have been the blood on your hands instead of mine. Oh, no. Here goes a roll. Ooh, the lights are red. The last roll. For audio listeners at home, the lights are red and my hands are covered in... Is this pig's blood? What did we bring into the studio today? That's actually... Penguin blood. It's kind of rare. It's Penguin. owl blood. Oh, that's right. Owlin blood. Okay, guys. Are you ready for this roll? I'm ready. At this point, I'll tell you, you have two successes and two failures. Oh no. Oh my gosh. That means that if he fails this. It's literally this die roll that determines whether Koga or not Kogut lives or dies. Kogut's breathing <gasps> does not stop. Oh. Yeah, I yes. rolled an 18. Oh. 
Wow. Yes. Oh Sheesh. my god. <laughs> well, that was Yeah, don't cool. take opportunity attacks again. <laughs> yeah, that's a smart idea. Oh. Any any extra attacks they can do on you is not a good idea. <laughs> so what's my health like? What, uh, what it's, cur it's currently zero, but you're no longer making death saving throws. Well, why don't we uh, barricade the doors and rest a bit? Eat some strong bread. I agree. Eat some avocado and just, just relax. Try and staunch this bleeding. I would appreciate that. And the short rest is enough of the healing to bring somebody back to stable after their rest. So Okay. Jin Soul will transform back into his normal pale self and say, what did I miss? A gnarly fight. This small owl creature almost died. Oh, can we take a long rest? Yeah, yeah, you could definitely take a, a long rest. I mean, you just woke up, but why not? Okay. <laughs> We're tired and You're lethargic tired. from over. We're definitely going to die if we don't take a long rest. <laughs> okay, we get... Because I have no spell slots. Oh, yeah. Let's take a long rest. Okay. I'm going to barricade all the doors, like move okay. the tables and stuff up Perfect. against both of the doors. We take this short rest. I eat a little bit of hard strong bread. Strong bread, yeah. We're going to come back from this little one-hour break, and then Jinsoul is going to be like, I have no more magic. And we're going to be like, cool, let's like go to sleep. <laughs> that being said, there's bedrolls everywhere. And after this short rest, Kogut, you wake back up. Oh, man, I'm kind of sticky. <laughs> it's blood. Yeah, I know. And not is... avocado blood. Would you yeah. like some avocado? Here you go. Um, sure, yeah. Hand him like three limbs of the goblins that we just killed. <laughs> I'm getting a peck at it. It's not good. It's really bad. You're gonna, you're gonna look over and see Lurk like take an entire arm and just kind of like strip it like a chicken wing and just like. <laughs> it's like incredibly bitter meat. Mm. I'm gonna make it taste like turkey with my magic. I have Dude, actual food like if that? you want actual food. But this is an avocado. <laughs> it goes great on toast. Um, I was I was just mocking him. Mocking I was Joe. just saying he's the, the goblin. He can easily be squished like a fruit? Vegetable? I don't know what they are. <laughs> I don't eat fruits or vegetables. They're not good for you. I live solely off of meat and strong bread. What about honey? What's that? It is a sweet liquid that is sticky and bears eat them. You look like a bear. I'm not a bear. Oh. <laughs> I'll let you on it, in on a little secret. I'm actually a human, but I've been cursed <gasps> to take on this hideous bestial form. It's kind of cool. I mean, like, I don't think humans look that pretty. Oh. So. I just want to join my people and have them accept me and eat strong bread forever. <laughs> I also have been cursed. Is that why you have different people living in your body? Yes, though I don't really know them that well. Oh, you should probably get to know them pretty well. I used to be a human. And then you took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> I took the far realm to the knee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a long, a long walk? Sounds distant. It was only a few seconds, but each second felt like eternity. Wow, you travel fast. <laughs> Lurk's gonna stand up and be like, I can move like pretty fast, but not that fast. And then he's gonna like dog run down in a back from the cave. <laughs> See, it was like kind of quick, but I don't think I could go very to another realm in a few seconds. If that's the case, how did they catch you and bring you here if you move so fast? Oh, it wasn't me moving. Oh. I got grabbed by something there and it dragged me there. Oh, no, no. that's not fun. Here, have some strong bread to drown your sorrows. Thank you. I'm going to eat another tile. Sickening <laughs> <laughs> crunching sounds as the unsoaked hardtack smashes around and lurks massive maw. <laughs> nice. I look more closely at it and then I realize I in fact don't want it because Holly does not want a cracker. 
Good. I didn't offer you any of my soft, strong bread anyways. Good, good, good. So yeah, long rest. You guys want to do watches or? Probably a good idea. Yeah. I, I don't like dying. I yeah. Can, I can Gogurt, you can rest first. I will take the first patrollings. <laughs> and I'm going to find a nice dark corner to hide in that I can survey the entirety of the room. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. So which order are we doing watches in? I'll take first. Okay. I'll take second. Okay. I'll take third. Excellent. I'm just going to plop down and lie down on my belly and instantly fall asleep, <laughs> as Alan's do. Ah, I see. Uh, so go ahead and make me a perception roll. Me? Yeah. Six. Okay. Everything appears normal. Nice. There's nothing else I can do about that. Yeah. So. <laughs> for our audio listeners, me and Jonah made eye contact for quite a minute there. But no, nothing busts down that door. You don't even hear sounds on the other side of the door. Perfect. When I bed down, I'm just going to take like five <laughs> of these bed rolls and like haphazardly place them together to somewhat stay mostly under me. And then uh -oh. I'll lay down because they're <laughs> goblin mats. Right, right. All right, roll my perception. Yes. 19. Uh, you hear the rats that escaped. Go get... You hear them rustling around in those crates. Um, you think in the distance you heard a dog whine. Mm. Dogs oh, are wow. the best meat. You don't hear any sort of, of goblinoid clacking in the distance or anything like that. Okay. Do I see any rats? No, but you can hear them in those crates next to that door to the loot room. I'm gonna try to catch one for Koget. Okay, roll sleight of hand. That one. That one. Uh, you thrust your hand into this pile of crates and come out splintered. <laughs> you get like this massive piece of wood that just like shoves itself down in your hand. Ow. <laughs> and it's like a salted meat barrel and there's like salt at the bottom. So you immediately have salt in your wounds. <laughs> Ow. Suck to suck. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your watch? Jinso will mutter something under his breath after that, and then just go back to a normal watch. Okay. And that brings it to Kogit next. Uninterrupted goes the rest of Jinso's watch. Kogit, would you like to roll perception? Yes. My amber piercing eyes survey the scene, and what do my eyes award me with tonight? What do your owl eyes see? Uh, not one. Oh, no. <laughs> Plus two. Three. A whopping three. You suddenly are very aware that that guy really got you with that scimitar. You like <laughs> look down and you're like, oh shit. You might as well have just stayed asleep. But even by the end of your watch, the door is undisturbed. Lucky us. <laughs> yes, lucky you indeed. Now, uh, it is time for dream sequences. Oh, yes. hell yeah. Good. Uh, anyway, sleep time. Roll for order. 14. Three. Eight. Okay. All right, now, Robbie, roll for quality of dream. Okay. Well, I rolled a one. <laughs> he rolls in that one, probably because he almost died. He's gotten <laughs> mad blood loss fever dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the short rest, you immediately lay back down. <laughs> At first, you're like, oh, I'm on the sea once more, and, like, this joy fills your heart. But then you realize you're not on a boat. You're in water. I'm in the water? You're in the water, yeah. And the water is incredibly thick, and it's a struggle to swim through. And some of it's washes in your mouth and it's not the taste of salt water it's the irony taste of blood specifically 
Owlin blood. <laughs> you watch as these tidal waves of this blood red ocean that is literally just your blood pouring out of your body rockets around you and buffets you around in these waves. Is there anything you'd like to do? I want to cast Cure Wounds <laughs> on myself. Can I do that? Yeah, it, because this is a dream, roll an Arcana check. Okay. To see if you can. Well, I rolled a one. You go to cast Wounds on yourself and you watch the wound open further. <laughs> and these waves begin to beat down harder on you. And you see as like in the sky above you, blood red clouds start to form and it begins to rain blood on you. Oh, well, this is nice. <laughs> now it's in my eyes. <laughs> and it burns. It burns your eyes. Now your eyes are bleeding. Oh gosh. Can I use prestidigitation to, to play my favorite sea shanty to hear <laughs> as I die? Roll, roll, roll performance. I do not have the strength to sing right now as I'm choking on my own blood. A 12? It's kind of like you hear a note and then you get crashed under this bloody sea and you can't hear anything. And then you pop up, you take a breath and you hear another and you're slammed back into this blood sea. And and then you begin to sink. Oh. As, as the blood fills your lungs. And I try to swim up and fly out. You swim up and as you're just about to get to the edge of it, you take one more breath and you go to flap, but your wings are too heavy and they slap back down and then something grabs your foot oh and begins God. to pull you under. Mm -mm. Nope. Uh -uh. <laughs> I'm not having any of that. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Uh, I hate the sea. Well, I, I know a spell called Earth Tremor, but I this is blood. Not it the is only earth. blood sea as far as the eye can see. I will try to charm this person with charm person. Uh, okay. <laughs> roll the spell. Some sort of charisma roll. It's actually a wisdom saving throw for the creature. Oh, okay. Well, it's also not human. Humanoid. It's not humanoid. Not a humanoid, no. Well, I do not charm it. <laughs> it, it is not charmed. And your your vision starts to slowly pulsate to black as this blood red sea becomes darker and darker as the faintest flash of lightning over this blood rain and blood sea begins to fade from your vision. And that is Kogit's nightmare. <laughs> And then you take your watch, where you roll your low perception check and are very aware of your wounds. <laughs> wow. What a great night. What a great night. And then up next, we have Jonah. Three. Okay. So it's a nightmare night all around. It's a nightmare night. Time for the nightmare night. As you have your dream, you're sitting in a room filled with candles. Okay. All right. And then this breeze comes in and you watch the flame begin to flicker. Uh oh, I like that. Not about that. I'm going to try and like, I'm going to grab one of the candles and like hover it and try and keep it from blowing out. Okay. This wind begins to pick up more and more and these other candles you haven't touched sputtered out. Even the one your hand keeps sputtering and almost going out, but still stays alight. You begin to feel as if something is lightly caressing your back in this darkness. Mm -mm. Nope. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to try and like not... Damn. I don't want to hold the candle up because it'll blow out, but I don't want to like just be holding it because then I can't see. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess I do have dark vision. Can I see into the dark? It is pitch black. Shiz. You can't even see the floor beneath your feet. Even if you hold like the candle down to it, it is just a completely matte black surface. The wind howling around your ears sound like ghostly wails. Uh, 
the flame sputters more. Ugh, ugh. We're gonna we're gonna do a brave thing. We're gonna turn around, throw the candle at whatever was touching us, and then we're gonna try and like hide on the ground and crawl away. You see that as you throw this candle into the darkness, there's a slight like wisp of cloth or smoke, but the candle flies unimpeded into the dark and goes out. As you drop on the floor and begin to crawl, the surface that beneath your foot looked like a smooth matte black surface suddenly becomes jagged and rough on your forearms and knees as you crawl. And you see a candle light maybe 30 feet in the distance, just a single flickering flame. We're going for it. We're slithering. (laughs) We're trying to army crawl as much as we can. Your forearms and knees and your elbows are just getting serrated by what now feels like sharp obsidian, but still maintains that completely matte black to it. We're not a single shine or sheen of this candle can be seen. And before you get to the candle, it fades out again. Damn it. Uh, we're gonna... Directly behind you, another even further away this time, lights up. Uh... We're gonna run away from the candle, but we're gonna dog run on all fours. As you're running across all four, this floor still being rough, these wells grow louder, and you feel something begin to tighten around your entire body. Uh Uh-uh, nope, mm mm-mm, nope, 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 nope. We're just gonna keep on moving. We're just gonna just run away from our problems. This wrapping feeling grows tighter and tighter, and it feels like it's crushing you. Your limbs begin to feel weak and as if they're being bound closer and closer together. Uh, uh, we're gonna stop and we're gonna do the bravest thing we can think to do and assume the fetal position. (laughs) Yeah, as you do this, (laughs) it's almost something that Lurk can't help at this point. As this wrapping pulls him in tighter and tighter and just keeps pulling him in tighter and tighter, he's in the fetal position and it keeps pulling tighter and tighter as this dark wraps its arms around Mm. him and begins to crush him, his breaths becoming more and more shallow. And as the wailings escalate, the breath ceases to spill out of Lurk's mouth. And then he wakes up. Fuck sleeping. (laughs) I guess we also didn't explain this mechanic at all. We have this homebrew mechanic where uh, we do dream sequences, which are just kind of like fun improv exercises that help you delve into characters a little bit more. But we have people roll for the quality of their dream. And the DM also rolls one and they kind of split it in between. All right, time for mine? Yep. Jin Soul's sleep time. This should be interesting. A two. Oh my god. Guys, for real? You act like it's our fault. It's a horrible night. Oh. Thanks, Dice. <laughs> Jinsel, as you as you come to, you're sitting in a place that you're not familiar. It looks to be like a, a tavern of some sort. People are cheerily drinking and, and partying. And it seems happy. There's music. There, there's feasting. Jinsoul's going to look around, eyes wide with, with kind of joy, and he's going to transform into Jin. And Jin is going to climb on the table and grab a drink, start waving it around, cheering with everyone else. <laughs> As you go to maybe like sip this drink, it feels like like ash. The drink itself seems to like turn to sand in your mouth. I'm going to look at the cup and stick my finger in it. As you look down into this cup, you see that it seems, it looks like that look of like a mead, you know what I mean? That that dark amber colored liquid, but it's clearly dry. It's got like floating mold in it. And as your eyes kind of move up, these people that were cheerily dancing are moving in these startling jolting fashions. No longer looking like they're dancing, more like they're being puppeteered. 
Jin is gonna throw the mug at the ground and hide under the table. As the mug hits the ground, rats crawl out of it and scatter from it. And you watch as like the, the very floorboards you're touching seem to like rot and roil beneath your hands and knees. The motions of the people around you become even more sharp, almost painful, it would seem, the way their bodies are jerking around. They seem to be unaware of the furniture in the room at this point, wildly kicking their limbs against tables and walls with reckless abandon. Jin's gonna just hide there under the table with his hands over his head. He's gonna start crying, and then his form is going to start to become a lot more, more filled, a lot more bulky. With every breath, his back and chest will get bigger and bigger until he's Panako, the dragonborn, and Panako um, in anger is going to start doing unarmed strikes and all of the... Roll just a... Hey, just do a roll to hit with an unarmed strike. Five. You can't seem to hit them in their jolky movement. At this point, their heads seem to snap directions far further than they should be. Every limb seems at this point to have been shattered, and they flop wildly around smacking against the different tables at this point this entire tavern seems to be a room of dancing laughing corpses and broken furniture around you the people and furniture flooring and ceiling begin to rot and drip with mold and vermin i'm gonna look for an exit okay go ahead um, seven? You do see an exit, but it then begins to rot in and of itself into an almost mouth-looking shape, and it begins to laugh as well. You look down, and it seems like the tips of your fingers are beginning to rot, softening up and filleting back. I'm gonna start using the cannonbolt spell to lift up the different mugs and start throwing them, throwing them at the different corpses. Yeah, just go ahead and use uh, Arcana. A seven. <laughs> so yeah, you do manage to fling these mugs, but as they collide with these dancing corpses, they seem to liquefy themselves and just kind of like puff against them and fall to the ground. And in this moment, you begin to dance as well. Your body moving outside of your will wildly. I'm going to use the arms of Hadar to start lashing out at everything around me. Those are just like tendrils of dark energy around me that lash out and attacks everything. So you watch as they lash out against these already broken, dancing, laughing corpses, but this no longer distinguishes you as anything different and begins to beat against you as well. In this moment of unfamiliarity with your own magic, it begins to beat you as well, crushing you. And as you become more and more crushed, your own laughs and movements become wilder and louder until it all fades to black. And that ends your dream. To our audio listeners at home, normally they're cheerier than that. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, I'm weaving some pretty good dark mare, uh, dark mares, nightmares tonight. That good dark mare over here. Yeah. Good dark mare. Those were good. Good. I liked good, all those. Good dark mare. I liked my dark mare. You had a. You had a very. That was sad. I feel bad for the <laughs> poor bird. Uh, anyhow, that concludes the night. There you go. Night is over. So did you say that through the armory room, there was another door on the other side of that? No, there's not. So the only way out is back out towards that dim glowing blue light that you were describing? Right, right. Well, gentle things, there's only one way outward, and that is onward. So let us press outward. Wait, the only thing Agreed. outward is inward? What? This way, and I'm just going to like, <laughs> I'm just going to like grab the table like this. I'm imagining like a mound of crap up against the door. I'm just going to grab that and just like, and like shuck it off the door. And then I'm going to say, let us be 
Lurky. Okay, so everybody roll stealth. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. I love sneaky time. Ooh. Oh, now I roll well. I, 18. 18. Yeah, now now we're rolling well. I know, seriously. <laughs> 18. I got a uh, 25. <laughs> 25. Dice, dice have a mind of its own. Most excellent. So you guys stealthily remove the tables from the door. Uh, and you go out. It like says you have to the left at this point the prison cell and the hallway leading to it that you came from, and ahead of you a faint blue light that curls around a, a cavern corner. So Lurk is going to clear the door, and then as he steps out, he's going to place his hand along the rock, and he's going to start shimmying up against the wall towards this uh, dim blue light. And it doesn't look very practical, but somehow he seems to almost become the shadows, and he is very quickly, I would assume, hidden. Like says, even you two quickly lose sight of him. Even though you like watch him fade into this like darkness, he disappears from sight. <laughs> I, I can't see him even with my super owl vision. Right. Even well, you can roll a perception if you'd like. He seems to disappear from your vision. Whether you choose to like continue trying to find him or not is up to you. I want to try to see him. Okay. I'll say roll perception. Incredible. You're gonna hear a whisper. Well, yeah. I Thanks. rolled a four. <laughs> yeah, so four, he's just so, gone. Yeah, he's, he's gone. just gone. Yep. You don't know how, but he's gone. If you could see Lurk, he's, I'm imagining the tunnel is sort of concaved. He's like, his hands are above his head and he's on his very tiptoes with his butt and back up against the wall. <laughs> as he's just sort of stretched up against this cavern and he's just like ballerina shimmying down the tunnel <laughs> on his very tiptoes. As you continue down this hallway for a way, you see that the glow is coming from these bioluminescent massive mushrooms that start to just like hug the side a little bit but quickly grow into like these towering forms that are like sloughing into this cave where are we it becomes a super tiny area of the cave that you'll have to push your way through i'd like to slither through as you hit them a puff of spores Uh pours out of them roll a constitution saving throw damn it not 20, 21. Okay, so you're unaffected by this. You hey. feel something begin to fill your lungs and your vision clouds for just a very moment, and then you continue to forge through them. Uh, you can make a dexterity check going to the forward if you want to continue to try like slink around them in a way that doesn't brush up against them. I would like to do that. Did okay. you say a dex check? Yeah, uh, let's have it be acrobatics, I believe. Perfect. Is the most fitting. Oh, no. Oh no. Nine? Okay, so as you're working your way through it, you bump into another and another pile falls off, releasing another set of spores. I literally rolled a nat 20 and then a nat one. (laughs) The duality of lurk. Yep. Uh, So make me another constitution saving throw. Seven. At this time, you watch as it starts grabbing at the edge of your vision, and the floor beneath you seems to sink and puddle and begin to, like, grab you and pull you down into the floor. Uh, you can look I... to your left and right, and these mushrooms begin to, like, open jaws oh. and begin to, like, pull themselves around you. Everybody else, you see Lurk fall to his knees and begin to scream. <laughs> I'm going to reach out, out to him. I'm going to ask him what's wrong. They're gonna eat me. <laughs> Who's eating you? I'm the shrooms. <laughs> but it's a friendly mushroom. They're trying to take my strong bread. <laughs> I'm going to use gust and blow the spores away. Okay, does that do damage? No. Okay. It can push someone away if I choose for it to. Okay. 
You create a small blast of air capable of moving one object that is neither held nor carried that weighs no more than five pounds. The object is pushed 10 feet away from you. It isn't pushed with enough force to cause damage. Wow, that's handy. Okay. As you do this, more mushrooms also tear from the wall as they were clinging to parts of it. And like like this soft mushroomy flesh like opens up more and you blow a bunch of the spores out, but then they like start to filter back in very quickly. All right, I'm going to try to grab him and pull him. Uh, you'll have to go at least one section into it and make acrobatics or a con save. Yeah. All right, I'll try to grab him and pull him out. Okay, so you're going to make a con save? Con save, yep. yep. I got a 15. Yeah, that is enough to get in there and you feel these start to cloud at the edge, but then you manage to grab him and uh, pull him out. Uh, Lurk, if you want, you can make it. You feel something grabbing you from behind now. Oh, great. And pulling on you. Uh, <laughs> Lurk is going to flip shit and try and slap it. Okay, go ahead and, and roll the hit. Please roll up. Uh, at disadvantage. Good. Because that was a 19. Does an 11 hit? That is my AC. <sighs> you take five damage. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> How I'm at the entrance. How long is this tunnel of shrooms? In mechanics, it's going to take you three successful checks to get to the other side of it. Okay. So I can see the end with my 120. Well, I would say you could probably see most of the way through it, but then it like curves. You can't see all the way to the end of it, but you can see a good section into it past where a lurk got. I would assume that a mammal could hold its breath or what would that be? 18 seconds? Yeah. You could probably get it all the way to where you're seeing for sure i'm going to try to go all the way across while holding my breath and just fly there okay so when you get to the end you're going to need to just make one more saving throw as it turns around the corner you're getting to the last section but you can see a clear spot on the other side you're almost there so one constitution saving throw all right as i <laughs> as you around the corner i'm going to see if i am affected by this 13. That does affect you, but where you said you were gliding, this affects you as you're gliding out of it. So what this begins to look like for you as your vision kind of fogs for a second, it looks like the ground is rapidly rolling up to meet you. Whoa. It's been a while since I've taken this kind of stuff. <laughs> As you like hit the floor, you like look up at this cavern and it's filled with this purple smoky haze. And in the distance, there's this glowing ball and there's blood all over the ground. And you're just like, man, it really sucks that like that blood sea got in here for a minute, but it's a good thing like I'm mostly washed up. And like, is that a dog over there? That's wild. Hmm. A dog kind of looks at you and like so says like to you, to it's like, Hey, what are you doing in my room? Oh, I'm sorry. The dog does not respond. Literally going to die oh, in. I'm going to try to fly all the way to the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. At this point, you're outside of this room. Oh, okay. And you're in another room. Oh, it's yeah. just very confusing to you. And it seems like the walls are like jellily flopping around. You see oh, a cliff ahead of you. You know, waddle over and touch the, the floppy wall. Okay. Roll insight on the floppy wall. <laughs> 17. This wall, it's seen some stuff, man. This wall's been going through a hard time. You feel like maybe you should give this wall a, a warm little owl and hug. It's okay. I'm here. <laughs> okay, we're gonna <laughs> come back to you guys now. <laughs> uh, so you're on the other side of the mushroom tunnel. Okay, I'm gonna clutch my bleeding shoulder. And... Mike, sober again? Yeah, make, uh, yeah, at this point you've probably sobered up again. It doesn't sorry. seem to last super long. I am sorry, Jinsoul. That was uh, not what I meant to do. I thought I was being attacked by plants. This is why I don't eat vegetables. They're not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely hurt, but it's all right. That's the kind of thing I like to do to those I don't like what the mushrooms were doing 
to you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, please do it to them and not to me. Here, some strong bread as reconciliation for me bitch slapping you. I'll accept <laughs> it. Okay, I'm going to start casting Gust at the shrooms to create a path through it, and I'll just let it, like, settle and just keep casting. Okay, so you're going to, like, time the times you're breathing when the Gust has cleared it? Yeah. Yeah, in that case, you'd be able to make it through, I think. It also blasts a clearer path to where it's not as much that you have to worm around them. What's the rule for a long jump again? Uh, I think it's your strength score if you run 10 first or something like that. And can I, would I be able to make the, from where I am to where Koget is in one long jump of 18 feet? Not quite because of the way it turns like that. Mm. So you'd have to do at least one if you just wanted to jump through it. Or you could try to do maybe like an insight once to time it with uh, how Jinsel's blasting the spores away. You didn't take any damage from this, by the way, other than clobbering Jinsel who was trying to help you. <laughs> so if I go into it with the knowledge of I just need to keep moving forward, even if I get high. Yeah, you did not take any sort of damage from these mushrooms. Okay. Uh, case, unless unless that was so terrifying to him. No, it wasn't that bad. It was surprising more than anything. Okay, in that case, I'm going to hold my breath and I'm going to try and do what uh, Kogit did. Oh, uh, why? I'm gonna, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to see what he did and I'm going to see that he like flapped his wings. <laughs> and I'm going to make a long jump and I'm going to be flapping my giant arms. Gotcha. And I'm going to hit where it turns and I'm just pinwheel like, what's it called? Juke off of my landing and try and just dive over out of the spore cloud. So as you're diving, make me one more uh, constitution save. 16. 16 saves. I'm going to get to the other side and I'm going to be like... <gasps> So in Jinsel, the way you're doing it, you can make it through blasting and walking, holding your breath, such and such. I would like to have jumped over Jinsel. Okay. <laughs> that sound good, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he, just, he jumped over Jinsel. Cool. <laughs> you come on the other side to see Koget hugging a wall. I'm going to go over and I'm going to like put my hand on top of his head and I'm just going to give him a night, light little like jostle <laughs> and be like, it's okay. The shroomies, they make you give the zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and roll constitution with advantage this time. All right. Oh yeah, there we go, 21. Yep, that's enough for it to break your high. And you realize you're hugging a wall. Just a stone wall. Just a stone wall. <laughs> oh, say, so are you feeling all right, Kogit? Well, um, this shroom took me back to another time. <laughs> a younger time. So now- How you, old are you? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of lost right now. <laughs> So uh, as you guys look around this this room, it looks to be a fairly long room filled with this purple smoke. That wasn't part of his hallucination. It looks like it's about, you know, maybe 50 plus feet across. And it's also got like a 30 foot ledge that leads to this black pit. In the center of this room is a bloodstained carpet with orbs circled around it. We shouldn't go in there. Oh, I know. I'm 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, that was some hard stuff. You do also see in the light of these orbs, not actually on the carpet yet, is a dog that's been chained. Sorry. So you said there's a pit somewhere? Yeah. The carpet sits on like the edge of this pit where these glowing orbs. So sit. we can walk to the carpet. You can walk to the carpet. And then there's the pit on the other side of it. Yes. I see. Okay. So I can fly over the pit. Do you, would you like to fly over the pit? You shouldn't. You should stay with the party. Would you like? Would so you, like, you don't die again? <laughs> would you like to fly over the pit, Koget the Brave and incredibly stupid. <laughs> Did you learn nothing from the Volinar campaign? Don't split up when we're in the face of a voluptuous mini boss.
I should probably fly oh my over the gosh. pit. Okay, roll perception as you fly over the pit. That was a dumb thing to do. <laughs> or better yet, roll. Let me see what initiative we have. <laughs> yet, roll a single death saving throw. Oh, roll a d20. If roll it's, survival, not to instantly. If it's die. less than a 19, oh. you die. <laughs> um, roll, roll actually is power word kill. You're dead. <laughs> Sorry. Roll nature. Sucks to suck. Nature. Uh huh. Okay. Six. I have inspiration. You do have inspiration, yep. Are you really going to use that on... Okay. <laughs> well, I don't want to die while I'm flying over this pit. <laughs> then you shouldn't have flown over this pit. Well, I want to check it out. <laughs> 17. 17. So as you cross a couple feet over, it feels like your heart grows cold in your little outland chest. You feel your entire body freeze five times over and the deepest dread fills you. Almost as if an instinct not of your own, you flutter back as fast as you can and you hear this ethereal gasping and you see a large hand as big as three men. That seems to end halfway up the forearm made of smoke grasp at where you were just seconds ago. Jinsoul, can I see one of your torches? Sure. I would like to light it and stand at the edge of the pit and then toss it into the dark. Yeah, about the time that you saw Ko get like flutter backwards, you watch as the torch is instantly snuffed out. Ate and that. you watch as it falls and falls and falls and disappears from view. And you do not hear it hit the bottom. Mm. Well, we don't need to go anywhere near that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. step back a bit. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, my heart just like froze as I flew over that. And that thing tried to grab me. The thing yeah, tried to grab I you. I think we should stay best stay clear of that pit. Is there anywhere else for us to go? It doesn't seem like it. I'm going to call out to the dog. Okay. What do you, what do you, how do you call out? Here, boy. It whimpers and pulls on its chain. Uh, it doesn't seem to be able to talk, just so that's clear. It is not a talking dog. That was a okay. hallucination. Sorry, oh, where is okay. it again? It's on like the back side of this carpet here, chained up. Can I do a perception check to look for anything strange or try to understand what I'm looking at? Or would yeah. that be a different kind of check? Let me look here. Well, you could roll Arcana if you're looking for magic, medicine if you're trying to find out. I'm going like, to look, look for magic. Okay. 13. Uh, no, nothing seems overtly magical about the dog. You see, you see the same symbol branded on it. Mm. Yikes. Mm. Is there anything on the ceiling that looks like we could possibly attach a well-thrown rope to? I'll go ahead and roll perception. It gets just increasingly dark in the same way that goes down really far. That goes up really high. Great. But not, well, I shouldn't say that. You can't see the top of the cavern. I mean, I guess Alan could. Alan could see the top of the cavern. Mm. 18. Yeah, it looks just like a cavern face. Great. I mean, I so there's no over. there's no doors in here. No. Uh, you begin to hear like a crackle and a crash from the prison cells back up the hallway. Hmm. Mm. Well, that's not good. Well, I don't want to be here in the near this pit, but I don't know about the crash. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. We haven't passed any other alternate pathways. Nope. Doesn't seem like it. Okay. I would like to lay on my belly and. Very quickly, I want to stick my hand out over the cavern and slap it, like slap the smoke and see what happens. Okay. Guys, you kind of like reach out and like fluff it. You see as like this smoke curls around your hand and then suddenly you feel it start to grab. I'm going to pull my hand back. Okay. Make a strength saving throw. Oh no. Don't fail me now, dice. And as you do this, I'm going to lie down and be like, good idea. And I'm just going to lie down like an owl and just cuss. <laughs> 23. 23. That's enough to rip your hand back and you hear this uh, ethereal whisper as you do. And it sounds angry. <laughs> ah. 
I'm gonna approach the the orbs and carpet and investigate them. Okay. Wait, what? We're on the orbs and carpet side? Yeah. Oh, I misunderstood. I did oh. too. I thought we were on the right side of the map. <laughs> oh, okay. No. So let me gesture on the screen. This right here is where you guys came in. Oh. The oh. <laughs> <laughs> whole lot of Other us. than Jinsel over here. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that we were on that side. What did you think me and Robbie were doing? I don't I, know. I, I just thought they were being as stupid as possible. I thought I was trying reason. to escape the yeah, me evil too. Like, no, I, I thought I explained that there was just a hole and it was bad. And no. you guys were like, yo, I must stick my dick in there. No, I was thinking <laughs> I was going to go fly over, solve the puzzle, and somehow get you guys across. Yeah, I thought I thought we were on the right side of the cavern. That's so funny. No, this <laughs> is a time that I didn't build a puzzle. I just built something really bad and hoped you guys didn't die. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go and free the dog. Shit. <laughs> Roll. Sorry, you, you do what you're doing first. I'm investigating the carpet and orbs okay, with uh, whatever I do with let's that. Let's do Arcana. I got 17. There's a lot of symbols surrounding this carpet. You can't won't really understand what they are. They're confusing. Like even as you understand magic being like an innate thing kind of deal, it doesn't come to you. It's confusing. The way they, they use this runic magic doesn't seem to make very much sense. But at the center, it sits the same symbol branded on your leg. Hmm. That pupilless eye with the iris that looks like shattered glass leaking black fluid. Is the fluid leaking towards the pit? It is. Hmm. Let's see what happens here. I'm going to take the dog and I'm going to break the chain. Okay. Go ahead and just roll uh, athletics. Okay. Dirty 20. Yeah. You snap the chain. And I'm going to take the dog and toss it onto the signet in the middle of the carpet. Okay. You wait for a moment and nothing happens. <laughs> you just toss it on. <laughs> nothing? Hmm. Nothing happens. I'm going to whistle and call the dog back. Here, boy. <laughs> Go roll animal handling at disadvantage. Simi, how you did just chuck it by a nearly endless pit. <laughs> 18. Wow. I rolled it, a 19 wow. and a 20. It cowers, lowers its head, and comes up to your feet. <laughs> I'm going to throw a rock at one of the orbs. Okay. Go ahead and make a ranged attack uh, without proficiency. So just the d20 plus your dexterity. I got a six. You miss. <laughs> It spins off into the dark pit where you do not hear it hit a bottom. Okay. Can I try to pick one up and fly and drop it? Okay, go ahead. Uh, you're, you're choosing to touch the orb? No backing out now. <laughs> yes. Okay. As you touch the orb, nothing happens. I'm just an awful person. But roll a strength saving throw. As you try, well, just roll uh, athletics as you try to move it. You said this wasn't a puzzle, right? It's not a puzzle, yeah. What the? Why are we so stumped then? I got 21. You begin to kind of pull on it slightly. You get it to move like a solid foot and a half, and then it snaps back into position. Hmm. Well, I don't know what to do about these things. They look like a landing strip for someone who's flying. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything is about flying, little bird. The sound that you heard down there uh, gets louder as you hear somebody opening that door to the dining room. Okay, hmm. well, I say if we do fight something, I don't want to fight it in this room. Well, that means we would have to cross back through the hallucinogenic spores. Let's That's wait true. at the edge of the hallucinogenic spores, and we can kill everything as it's being attacked by the mushrooms. Okay. I know. It's a puzzle. Here we go. Here, boy. Go get the ball. <laughs> uh, roll animal handling. Nine. The dog does not go get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, I'm gonna look for a door on the walls. <laughs> okay, roll roll just roll me a perception again. Thirteen. Um so with a thirteen, you will begin to realize there's a lot of corpses in this room that seem to be stripped of, of bone and flesh. There's no door. There seems to be only one way in. This room, no way out. I want to look under where the mat was and try to find a, <laughs> a trap door. Hey, <laughs> roll perception for me. You roll a nat 20. It's still a wall. <laughs> no, uh, okay, 16. What languages do you speak? I speak halfling and common. Okay. I speak goblin and orc. I speak elvish and abyssal. Not abyssal. Uh, what's it actually called? Deep speech That's and undercommon. Okay. Uh, goblin will do. As you lift, as you go at the part where the carpet is, there's a note <laughs> in goblin that speaks of ritual sacrifice and how to do it by slicing of the neck and then throwing the beast into the pit. Oh. oh. This is their sacrifice room. Oh. Oh. I figured as much, but... <laughs> Seems as there's nowhere else to go. Well, I'd say we go to the hallucinogenic mushroom room and kill whatever is coming towards us. You still, even though the crashing has ceased, there's still a crackling, and you hear somebody rooting around in a different part of this dungeon. I don't want to deal with that either. It sounds big and mean, and we are squishy. I don't want to give whatever evil creature is in there more power than it already has. Yeah. So, so we can spare the dog. I agree. I think we should just push through the mushrooms and try and avoid whatever is making noise in the dungeon. Yeah. Okay. And try and find another way out, I guess. Do you think we may, might have passed a door in the mushroom field somehow? Or some exit somewhere? It's possible, yeah. I'm not sure how else to get out of I don't remember getting here personally. I don't either. It's almost like this is a super weird pocket dimension. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I totally forgot. Maybe maybe the creature thing in there knows a way out of here. Whatever's rummaging around. Maybe they're friendly. Or maybe not. I doubt it. I do but too, but... Maybe if we kill them, we can find some way to exit this dimension. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go down the mushroom toe. I think you're right. Audio listeners, uh, just to clue you in here, I royally fucked this one. They do need to go back through the funny mushrooms. (laughs) The funny mushrooms that everybody loves. (laughs) It was a trap. Let's go and wreck this. Let's go and kill this evil thing, and maybe we'll find a key out of here or something. Let's short rest in this room first. Good idea. You bloodied me. (laughs) <laughs> all right good good idea okay anyway so you go back down the hallway how are we tackling this one holding my breath and running okay how, how far away the thing is can i see the thing around uh no you'd have to at least get around that first corner okay so within eight seconds or so yeah you get in there you do not see anything you see that that door has been pushed open leading to the dining room and you see a huge purple glow coming from the prison cell room i am going to start lurking as soon as I clear those funny mushrooms. I'm going okay. to Excellent. hold my breath and then fly. You I'm are holding your breath and my gust. The mushrooms are more damaged, so you don't have to make more saving throws. Hey, audio listeners, I'm really trying to end this episode. Uh, you get to that hallway there. You hear something shuffling in the loot room. But as you get to that uh, intersection there, you see in the prison room a bright purple tear in reality, a crackling 
portal at the end of these jail cells. Oh, it wasn't even even an evil creature. It's just an evil portal. Well, As you say that, you hear something start coming from that loot room. Oh, crap. Can oh. I still be lurking? Yeah. Okay, cool. Roll for that lurk. Six plus eight is 14. Okay. I'd be sneaking as I silently fly through the air. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll sneak. Sure. All right. I will also stealth, roll sneak. Stealth, 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 stealth. 15. 11. That actually does it for everybody. Oh. You manage to kind of get back into that hallway there. You can go in the prison room or back towards the loot room, but you do hear rummaging in the loot room. I will go to the loot room. As you kind of open the dining room, you see peering into the loot room are a pair of orcs. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate orcs. Do they have any big hats? No, but they do have bulging purple veins that lace their entire body. Well, that's not very attractive. I wanted a hat. They have not noticed you yet. I am going to draw my rapier, and I'm going to stealth attack one of them. Okay. I'm going to shanky shank this bitch right in the back. I hate orcs. I'm going to try to fly over them and land as far away from them as I can before the uh, combat starts. Like, so at this point, they haven't noticed you and their backs are turned. Okay, so I will fly 60 feet away behind them. I'm going to hold my action till lurk strike, and then I'll cast dissonant whispers on that one. You will all get a surprise round because you're stealth. Just go, I think you should cast your whisper on the other one. Oh, okay. I'll cast it on the other one then, but I'm still waiting till yours just so I don't alert him. Do I get an advantage for a stealth attack? Yes. Okay, cool. Excellent. Uh, we still need initiatives though. 12. Seven. Three. Wow. Wow, guys. Good I thing know. you got that uh, surprise, right? So, yeah. so Koget is first in the initiative. Y'all get a go before the orcs do. All right. I will cast an evil spell. Vicious mockery. Are Dead. you in range for that? Yes. 60 feet. Ah, he planned it ahead of time. <laughs> Wait, can you hear me from here? <laughs> Yes, you'll be able to hear you. <laughs> okay, this is a wisdom saving throw. So I'm going to make this vicious mockery and let's see if he saves. Okay. How does a 15 do? Ah, I call him uh, a little mommy's boy, but he he's too wise to take that. He's too wise to take, to take half damage on a success or no? I think it's just... I think um, it's a cantrip. Mm. Yeah. Does that end your turn? No, that Ooh. was my that was my action. Then I'm, I'm going to do a bonus action. I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration with my drums on my bugbear friend. Oh, thanks. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to say, this is going to be great. I'm still tired. I can't think of any lyrics. <laughs> Lurk is going to broaden his shoulders and straighten his posture to his full his full size and stature. And you're going to see this dark and menacing, hateful <laughs> grin stretch across his face as he shows as much teeth as he can. You're going to hear like a growl and he starts to salivate as Ugh. drool starts to trickle out of the corners of his maw. I think that'll bring us to Lurk. Does a 15 hit? It does. So the one straight ahead of you. Yep. And I'm going to use my both of my sneak attacks. Okay. My surprise attack and my sneak attack using my long reach from 10 feet away <laughs> instead of five. He takes a D8. So plus four, I want to say. Yeah. So he takes seven damage from the rapier. Okay. He takes 11 damage from the bugbear attack and six more damage from 
the sneak attack. How does he die? <laughs> so this massive shadow appears. This orc is cast in it, and he starts to look over his shoulder at this massive monster. Uh-huh. And he's holding this sword, and Lurk just raises this blade. Quick as lightning, it seems. Plunges this blade into this orc's back, and you hear it rip through his spine. He nicks the rib cage on the inside and immediately redirects and starts to just like cross section this orc while leaving the blade inside of his body the entire time. And then he just uses the sword and pulls the orc towards him and sticks his massive arm through the orc's chest. And then is holding either his liver or his heart or something. You can't really tell. It's kind of cut to pieces. And then he just squeezes it and just juices it and then just pulls his arm back out. Whatever chunks are left, he immediately just like paints his face with it in this warish mark across his eyes. Says the guy next to him. (laughs) And then he's just gonna look at the other one. He's gonna say, "I hate orcs." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that guy's dead. Dead. Does that end your turn? I'm gonna use my bonus action to draw my whip, and I'm going to step back ten feet back. Perfect. That'll bring it to Jinsoul's surprise round because we're still there. Okay. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on him. He must save as well, right? Yep. Ooh, well, that is not going to do it. I think it's a three plus zero. Ah, it's a three minus one. Oh, nice. So, uh, does a two beat your spell save? Almost, but not quite. (laughs) It's off by more than ten. (laughs) Time to roll some good old psychic damage. That will be nine damage. Okay. Okay, and he's going to start hearing his friend who just got massacred calling out, and that'll be all he can hear is just his friend calling out as just the torment of losing his comrade just kind of tears at him. That's great. that's going to cause that nine damage to him. (laughs) We've got a dark episode on our hands, boys. I hate orc. And that'll bring us up to the only remaining orc because he beat everybody's initiative. And he is screaming, going to step forward and make his attacks against Lurk. Oh, also since he felled that, it doesn't really matter, but um, he he has to move in some random direction five feet. Oh, okay. So, oh yeah, I guess he'd move on as a reaction to that, right? All right. Actually, on a felled save, it takes the damage and must immediately use its reaction if available to move as far as its speed allows from you. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. So he has to run away from me. So he moves his full movement speed into loot room. Since he is leaving my melee range, do I uh, get an opportunity attack? Uh, that was after you had moved on your surprise round. Yeah. Yeah, but you moved first. He's 20 feet away from me right now. But he's in my whip range. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you'd get an opportunity attack. On okay, him. cool. That's so messed up. <laughs> 20 foot melee range. <laughs> 16. Uh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> wow. Holy crap. He takes eight damage. How do you do it? Um, <laughs> what the freak? So he goes, he goes to back away, and I'm just going to, like, spin this whip forward. You're just hearing this, like, lightning fast cracking of this whip as it speeds up, and you hear this, like, whooshing turbine. And then he's just going to, like, lob that pine cone thing, that, like, pointy tip, and it's just going to, like, crack down, and it's just going to, like his forehead you hear this like breaking slash cutting sort of sound and you see this splatter across the, the wall <laughs> behind him and then i'm just gonna pull the whip back and catch it in a full indiana jones coil and just rebelt it and he's gonna mumble to himself i fucking hate orcs and with that 
combat is over. As the last orc falls, you begin to hear that crackle suddenly fizz a little bit and spark a little louder. Uh-oh, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna agree with him and we're gonna start running towards the portal. Go get. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly. Okay. So do you have what's your flying speed? Is it faster than their walking speed? No, it's still thirty. Okay. It's just you know. So you're flying. all you're all running there, and as you spin around this corner, you see as this portal, this unstable tear in reality, as it seems, with this light purple light, seems to be like flickering and slowly growing smaller. I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna be trucking it as fast as I can, and then as soon as I get within like a comfortable lunging reach, uh -huh. I'm just gonna like boom, boom bound like dog bound and just like head dive through this portal. Okay, you slip through the portal. Nice. Do I make it as I'm flying? Yep, as you go, you slip through the portal. And I, I do All a right. spin and I fold in my wings. I'm I am using my actions to dash, by the way. Okay, good to hear, good <laughs> yeah. to hear. Yes, good stuff. <laughs> Smart. You slip through the portal. What about the dog? Oh yeah, the dog follows and almost doesn't make it through the portal as it kind of closes behind the last view. Good to have that mutt with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And then as you guys plunge through this portal, suddenly your feet kind of catch. It takes a moment to like steady yourself as if you like slipped on a step kind of deal. Mm. And as you catch, you've got these brilliant beams of sunlight hitting your back in a tiny clearing in a forest on the surface. Oh. Man, isn't it so good to be back to man world where we're all at home because we're all humans. I flapped my wings <laughs> in the fresh air for the first time in a long time. Well, except for you two. You're not humans, but, you know, me and this dog are humans. I'm human. Stop. Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> at least I was. I'm going to go over and pet the dog. Roll to pet the dog. Are Roll you, animal handling. Are you saying this dog was a human like you were? Three. Uh, You go to pet the dog and it cowers. Oh. Wait. I'm going to break off another piece of strong bread. Okay. Roll with advantage this time. Eight. The dog is still apprehensive, but you like pat the dog as it chews on this thing. Good enough. It, see, it still seems to like cower under your touch, but. Wait, you s you're saying that this dog was a human like you? I'm saying that we're more human than you. I'm a cursed human. What? So I, am I. I explained that to you. Well, this, you're <laughs> saying this dog is more of a person than me? I didn't say more of a person. More like a human though? I said we're human. Oh, you and the dog are human? <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's where we'll end the episode. <laughs> just to clarify for the listeners at home, Lurk is just stupid. <laughs> well, that one was a, a little dark, boys. Yes. A little dark. Dude. I think a lot of that was my fault. Thanks for coming. Thanks for enjoying our podcast. Please bear with us. It'll get a lot better. And eventually we're working on a couple more podcasts for our Patreon. Links to like all the social stuff for the podcast are down below. Also, don't forget to check out uh, Weston's YouTube channel. Mm. He does gameplay videos. And right now he's going through the Dark Souls games. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to tell your friends that you've been rolling from your problems. Yeah, we've been rolling from our problems, and boy, howdy, have we had problems. Oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> In this episode, we used ambience and music from tabletopaudio.com, as well as some music from Alec Koff, as well as some music from MacLeod at incompetech.com. Links to their works are in the description below. I'm sorry, Bright Ash. <laughs> Bright Ash will be your only character because <laughs> the dice hate you. We have to stop having session zeros where a character almost dies. Yeah, session one. Yeah, session one character nearly dying. That's happened in two of our three campaigns.
Does he know cure wounds? I do. Oh, so the only person <laughs> who we shouldn't let go down went down. Maybe uh, you shouldn't pick up a short sword and rush for a melee. <laughs> it was a dagger. Oh, man. Even better. <laughs> Not it is only earth. blood sea, as far as the eye can see. Yep. That was nice. Thank you, thank you. Fantastic. Uh, nice. Give us money. We make good <laughs> jokes. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, take a piss. To our to our audio listeners, uh, Jonah just grabbed a bottle. That was uh, an, that was an editor's <laughs> note, you dick. <laughs> uh, you'd all be getting to the end of Cobbit, 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 Cobbit's watch. Why is this so hard? <laughs> Why is your name so Colgate. hard? Colgate. 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 Go bird. Colgate. Colgate's watch I, ends. I think anyway. I'm saying Gogurt all the time messes us Colgate. up even more. Colgate. Colgate. <laughs> yeah. Colgate. Colgate. Go get it done. Colgate. 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 Just say colonoscopy. Ooh, the claw. <laughs> Ooh, the claw. All right.